Welcome back to another episode of Dear Single Mama, season four. We are here. It's been an amazing, amazing year and a half thus far. And I'm so grateful and I'm so glad that you came to listen on this podcast episode. So today I have a special guest with me. I'm super excited about this because what she is doing And the vision that God has given her is amazing. It blew me away when I read her bio. And I was like, I have to have her on my show. Just amazing in what she's doing for single mothers. And that, so it's just really, really amazing. And so I'm going to read her bio and then I'm going to introduce her even more. So Dara as a formal single mother, she created a nonprofit called Changing Your Conversation that provides free career and life coaching to at-risk women who are ready to take charge of their life, undergo a transition in the workforce, and move closer to achieving economic stability. Ooh, got a little tongue tied there. Changing Your Conversation was born out of the desire to help the needed and what she could not afford and what she needed. So her vision was always to help the single mother create a better future for her and her children, to help her, the single mother, to believe in herself, to be able to speak life and give hope when there may be none, to help that single mother or single mothers to realize the greatness that they are created and what they're capable of. And it is her belief that when we as mothers become healthier, happier, and truer to who we are made to be by changing the conversation with ourselves, we change the future for our children. I absolutely agree. And so I would like to introduce Dara on my episode on today on my podcast. How are you, Dara? I am wonderful. Thank you so much for having me, Clarion. It is an honor. No, I'm a, the honor is all mine. I truly appreciate you coming on to the episode and for agreeing to do this episode. It's truly a blessing and I'm so excited to have you here. So, Dara, like, let's dive just right in. What is your story? Because you were once a single mother before. I, I was, yes. I'm actually newly married. I'm coming up next week on, on my one-year anniversary. Yes, congratulations. With, thank you. Thank you. Um, I've been married before. I've been a single mom. Um, let's see, I had my first daughter when I was 16. So not only that, I was that teen mom on welfare that had dropped out of high school. By all accounts, I should not be where I am in life right now. Mm. Um so I have four children. My oldest is 26. My youngest is 13 and been twice divorced because, um, of course, I wasn't following God's plan. And I learned, I finally left my second husband when I was about 32, 33. Um, 
And God made sure I was on my own for a good number of years. He had me single longer than he had me in any relationship to prepare me for what he's got me going into now. Oh, wow. But, but, but you see, like, what is that? How did that impact your marriage now? Because I think that often as a time oh. as a single mother, we just, we just want it right then and there. We want and there. Yes. And there was plenty of years like that, but in my singleness, I was, I was unmarried for nine years. Um, I learned what I wanted. I learned who I was. I learned to enjoy my own company. I learned how to shop for myself, how to feed my family. I essentially learned the woman God made me to be and what his truth about who I was because his voice was the only one I listened to. I stopped having letting other people speak into me because I needed to know who God made me to be. Wow, man, that's really good. One of the things I had been so like from 16, I had gone from one relationship to another. And so when I was finally on my own, I didn't know what I didn't even know what kind of groceries I wanted in my house. Everything had been always about my partner. And so moving up to Seattle on my own, I got to uncover what um, what truly fulfilled me. I found a church God planted me in. And one of the things I love doing is once a month, I would do something new. Um, one of one of those things was even I flew a helicopter for my birthday. Oh, but nice. I was done waiting for someone else to make me whole. I had to learn how to be whole and who God created me to be. And I am a much better woman for it. And I'm a much better mother for it because my daughters see the woman I am now who follows God completely and is whole and is healthy and is happy and has something to give instead of always looking to receive, to be satisfied. Mm, That's really good, Dar. You know, you just said a lot there. In itself, I mean, like, seriously, you know, there's so many times, like, that we as single mothers are like, man, I just really want to be married. And, you know, it's really hard for us to be alone. And so I think that that's great. Although it was nine years, I'm pretty sure it was not easy for nine years. But within that, I think that's amazing. You say you learned more about yourself and you did something new every month. Mm-hmm. I think I'm, I may take that for myself and just do something Good. I've never done. Mm-hmm. You know, and so, but one of the things that I think that you said that was really um, that I pinpointed was that you got yourself planted in a church. Mm-hmm. And so, how important was community for you as a single mother? Mm, it was, you know, it was interesting because I had um I was newly to Christ when I got divorced. I I came to know Christ right after and my church up here was there was that's how I met all of my family. That's my friends that are now family. Everybody important in my life 
is connected through my church. That's been the foundation of everything I've built is my theology, my family, my friends, everything was part of that community. Wow. Yeah. And and I say was because, as you know, I'm moving. And so it's like heartbreaking <laughs> looking at all of these people. I'm like, I don't want to leave you. But I mean, that's my husband and I were just visiting the city we're moving to. And the first thing we did is like, okay, we're there on a Sunday. Let's find a church to go to and start looking to where God's replanting us. Yeah. Because you can't do life alone. We're not meant to. And if you right. don't have a part, you even if you have a partner, I would not give up my church family for my husband. And I also know my husband wouldn't ask that. But community is just who we're meant to be. Because if we're isolated and alone, that's when the enemy is going to come in and lie to us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that... Even, I mean, what, what I heard somebody say this before, and it never even really dawned on me. Even Jesus had community. He had to mm-hmm. for Christ's sake. And I never mm-hmm. thought about it like that. Like, even he had a whole little crew around him. And so it was like, so what makes us think that we are not meant to have community? And I think even that, just like you said, the enemy really gets in our minds, and that's when you know, depression and anxiety mm-hmm. and things that are the enemy begin to spend when you are alone. So I think that that's really very, very important and key to a single mother's journey or to anybody's journey um, generally, but especially as a single mother because we go through so much more than what your mm-hmm. average would go through. <clears throat> exactly. I mean, and how great is it to have a group of women who can stand by your side, who you can turn to and when you're struggling and you can, they'll join you in prayer and to be able to have that strength to pray for others. Yeah. And you're never going to get all of that healing and growth that God wants to do with you alone. Now, mind you, there are some seasons we are called to walk by ourselves. There's plenty of those. And there's certain situations we will always have to go through ourselves. But when you're alone, you're limiting how hard, how much you can grow because you don't have anybody to challenge you and push you mm. and expand your way of thinking. You also don't have anybody to support and love on. We're made to, it's in our desire and our in our hearts to want to help others. And if you're not in community, how can you help somebody else? Yeah, man, that's so good. That's really good. Dara, you are speaking already spitting fire already. (laughs) You got some really good gems and some great reminders for me um, as well. And I mean, there's really nothing like community at all. I mean, it's really a beautiful thing. Even the convictions and the (laughs) reviews that you get Mm -hmm. is really a beautiful thing and definitely will help you grow. So Dara, so you have a nonprofit called I do. Changing the Conversation. Mm-hmm. What? And you do this stuff for free. <laughs> we do. We are completely volunteer run, run off of, um, founded by donations. And yes, any woman who comes to us in need of coaching, we offer our services for free. We provide full career coaching, life coaching, a resume, um, everything that comes with it. So cover letters, um, interview prep calls, 
LinkedIn profiles. I even, for some women, if they don't have clothes for an interview, we provide them a gift card to go shopping. And if they don't have a laptop to do, um, excuse me, they don't have a laptop to do search because that was a need that I wasn't even prepared for. When we first started, so many women were coming to me. They're like, I don't have a laptop. I'm like, oh, okay, so let me provide you one for while you're working with us because it's really hard to find a job if you don't have a home computer to look for. Right, Mm -hmm. right. So yes, we do all of this for free. We're... Coming up on a year and a half now, we've been in operation and we've successfully had 25 women go through coaching with us. Nice. Congratulations. That is absolutely amazing. And I think that it's so beautiful for what you are doing. And But what was the reasoning behind even getting started with something like this and doing it for free at that So what it's really funny how it actually CYC um, changing our conversation was born out of me getting suddenly laid off. Mm. So here I am 2019 It's September. I'm a corporate account manager for a large automotive vendor. I'm on pace for my first time ever making six figures. Now to go from a high school dropout to I'm about to make six figures. That's a huge deal. Right. Here I am Friday. I'm actually in a client's um, store doing a meeting and I get called out to be part of a team call and I find out I'm laid off. Wow. Me and like 300 in the middle of a meeting, like 300 people nationwide. We were all just let go. Wow. Um, I was fortunate in the fact of I had some savings set aside, nothing major, but, um, I just know the first thing I did in that moment, as soon as I suspected something was wrong, I called my my then boyfriend. I was like, we need to pray. I'm like, just pray for me really quickly. Let's do this. So fast forward a couple of weeks, I'm helping other women who were laid off with me. I'm giving them coaching. I'm helping guide them through the season. Heck, I'm even loaning one of them or sending one of them money because she didn't have money to go get her insulin because they just shut off our insurance. And... um. I was given this amazing opportunity to start my own shoe line, which I never, ever, ever did. But it's what really inspired CYC because I was like, oh, for every pair of shoes that we sell, I could donate a pair to a women's shelter so that way they could go and have a new pair of shoes for a job interview. And my husband asked me, he's like, is that what you want to be known for is the person who donates shoes? Is, I was like, no, I want to do more than that, <laughs> right? So... <laughs> So I actually finished my coaching certification because I had been working on it for a couple months. I buckled down. I finished it in two weeks. And I said, I want to do this for women. And I'm going to do it for free. Because if you're in that position to where you are laid off, you're looking for work, you don't have thousands of dollars to go pay for a coach. So why just because you got laid off, but you need this help, why should it not be available to you? Right. Yeah. And and that's where I said um, it's being that help that I wish was available to me or that I needed in those seasons of my life. So... I'm like, I couldn't dare charge a woman for this. because, And you know what? I don't even ask for a donation when they're done. The only thing I've ever asked of our clients is, hey, when we're doing a fundraiser, would you share it on your social? 
Um, because I'm adamant. I was like, we're here to serve you. We're here to help you. I don't want your money because any money that you give me, that's less than you have to build your own future. That is amazing. And I absolutely love it. I think that that's beautiful. And you've gone on a year and a half. Yes, ma'am. Wow. And, you know, it's so amazing how God uses, <laughs> you know, the inner parts of us. I mean, this all got started. And imagine this probably would have not got started if you were still at your corporate job making six years. absolutely absolutely and i know god said so here's what's really funny is september 1st i remember praying asking for clarity on my job because mm. i knew something wasn't quite right but here i am thinking hey god give me clarity by the end of the month make it a definitive statement by the end of the month what i'm supposed to do i'm thinking give me a promotion or give me another job offer Right? Yeah. Don't just lay me off. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. No, no, no single mom's ever going to just take away my job. I'm fine. Right. Um, but fast forward, COVID hits in March. Mm-hmm. If I had still been with that company, I would have been laid off in March and oh fighting God. unemployment with everybody else. My but instead, mm-hmm, instead, God laid me off in September, gave me a month off as a cushion for a rest. I mean, I remember that day I came home and screamed. I, I just screamed. And he's like, that was your one. Now you're done. I've got you. You're fine. <laughs> but he used that to set me and my daughter to be okay during COVID. And to build this so that way when COVID hit and all of these women were now finding themselves unemployed and not sure how to do this and to navigate this, we were here to help. My God. Mm-hmm. A set up for a comeback. Right? Talk about that. Like, because imagine you guys probably would have been scrambling together in March. And like you said, you would have been fighting everybody with unemployment. And I still know a few people who still haven't even gotten it. By the mm-hmm. way, so that would have that man. That's just so amazing. God has such a sense of humor, right? Exactly. I mean, he even took my company when they laid me off. They were generous to give me a severance because they realized they were doing us wrong. Right. I took my severance, and that's what I started CYC with. Wow, amazing! Now, let me ask you this, so and I'm. I'm going to get to this at the end, so don't worry if you listen to this and you're like, how can I reach out to her? Don't worry. <laughs> uh, I'll ask her um, at the end how you can reach her, reach out to her to get her services or even um, donate if you feel led after listening to this podcast. But so a question that I have, like throughout all of this and you're doing it for free. I mean, because I'm just going to be solely, completely honest with you. I don't know if I could do something like that. And so, but what keeps you going? What keeps you motivated to continue this nonprofit? Mm, the life change I see in the women we serve. You know, at the, the incident with Jesus and the woman of the well, and his disciples come back and bring him food, and he tells them, I've had food that you don't know about. That is how I feel every time I work with one of my clients. They inspire me to keep going. They're why I work a full-time job and then I coach in the evening for them. 
to see them have hope restored in their abilities to see them have a fresh light on all of the things that they've done. Cause like I said, I write the resume. So I get to brag on them because it's not natural for us to write our own or brag on ourselves. You're the worst person to ever write your own resume. So when I get to brag on them and I get to speak into everything that they've done and encourage them and I just watch them come to life, that's why I keep doing this. Wow, that is just, uh, I mean, I'm just really floored right now. It's just so amazing to me what you do for women and how many women have already been helped thus far. I think that is just absolutely amazing. So, Dara, so just to, I'm going and I want to rewind just um, a little bit. So you have been married for a year next Mm -hmm. week. Yes. So. Let me ask you, okay, I have to know. How did you and your husband meet? How did that happen together? So my husband and I actually met on social media. We met on Facebook, but here's what's funny is we were both in automotive. Um, Before um, I made the transition I'm in now, I was in automotive for 16 years. So was he. We ran in the same circle. We had the same friends. We were at the same events. We were even connected on social about seven, eight years ago. And then he purged a lot of people. And somehow he ended up back in my Facebook friends list and we started talking and we're like, hey, wait, we know all of the same and started connecting. And it was long distance for three years before we, or four years actually, before we got married. Wow. So how was that? Like the the long distance? Excuse me. It was, it was, especially once I realized that this is my husband, this is the man God gave me. I wanted him by my side now. Um, But he still had a daughter who was in her senior year of high school and he wasn't going to leave her then. And I couldn't move out to Michigan. So we made it work for that time. But yeah, but it made for a lot of communication. So it forced us to learn how to communicate. It forced us to learn how to trust and how to have the how to have those hard conversations because we knew this was where we're supposed to be. Yeah. And so it made us learn how to do it. Wow. That's really good. I think that communication is really important in any relationship, especially in a long distance relationship, but I think that that's amazing that because it it now now let me ask you this now if if it's too personal then just let me know but did when you guys got married did it make the communication aspect a little easier because you got mm. that long distance relationship for so long. It did, but it didn't. Because I had been single for so long and I had lived on my own, I was very, I'm still am, it's, I'm still working on it, but I'm still very used to taking care of everything myself. Yeah, yeah. And rather than saying, hey, can you do this? I would just go do it rather than even giving him the opportunity to. But one of the things that I would say I've learned in this first year of marriage is, you know, those internal dialogues you have with yourself to try and work through things. Yeah, You're supposed to have those, at least some of those with your spouse. There's that communication I had to learn how to can grow on and have more of once we were actually living together. 
Yeah. But at the same time, still be comfortable with saying, hey, I need you to go hang out with the guys and give me an hour alone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> the realness. <laughs> and you know what? Communication is made so much easier by the fact that we pray together. Mm. And I remember the first time he ever prayed over me and I'm like, God, you're trying to tell me something. And now yeah. the first <laughs> thing I hear when before I get out of bed in the morning, because I get up before him, is him praying over me before I head downstairs. And it is the last thing I hear before I go to bed. And we do a morning Devo every single day. We're spending at least 15 minutes together studying God's word and talking about it and what he's doing in our life. Man, that is so amazing. That's so beautiful. I love it. I love it. I think that that's so amazing. And I think that that even in itself is such a great takeaway for a single mom that's listening that desires marriage because, you know, that saying that a family that prays together stays together, and I think that that's really true because mm -hmm. it, that makes so much sense because if you don't have the one true living God in you as an individual, how can you really truly love someone else and really, you know, decide mm -hmm. yourself and really just die to your flesh daily for yourself? I remember... A friend of mine, I was talking to her one day, just asking her about marriage. She She's married. Um, and I was just asking her about marriage and, you know, like, how is it? And things like that. And so, you know, I'm expecting this really great answer. Like, yeah, marriage is great. It's beautiful. I love it. And she looked at me and she said, marriage is a better gift. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Like, okay. <laughs> You wow. <laughs> but then, you know, after that, she kind of broke it down to me. And she said, in order to stay married, you have to be completely selfless. Every mm -hmm. single day, you have to be selfless. And for, for any of those listeners who don't understand what that means, that's not a physical death of marriage. By her saying that, it's not a physical death thing. It's just really being selfless every mm -hmm. day in every single aspect. And I was like, well, Thank you for the hardcore truth. I love you for that. And I respect you and I honor you for always telling me the truth. But she was like, yeah, that's what it is. But it's also this and this and this. And I'm mm -hmm. like, so we just going to just walk past over that like you just didn't say that. <laughs> and here I am as a single person that's like, wait a minute, like, excuse me? <laughs> you know, but then, you know, that was the, you know, more selfish person than the more, um, immature person but I think that that's amazing and you know for what you're doing just within your community man God really bless you like really really um bless you and so you know Dara did you have any last words to say or to encourage just a single mom that you listening to this right now and even how can they reach out to you to um get your services if they need them um, first of all, I want to, for the single moms out there, start praying for your future husband now. Pray for him to be a man of God. Pray for him to be strengthened in God. Pray for his relationship and his leading of the Holy Spirit. Because I can tell you now, I, 
I can attest to doing that years ago and hearing my husband talk about how he had walked away from God and the little things that were slowly bringing him back and knowing when I started praying for my husband. Wow. So just start praying for your future husband now, because if you don't start now, what are you going to do? Wait until you're married and then start praying for him? No, start praying for him now. Always pray. Just like you should be praying for your kids. Okay. Mm -hmm. Every day, pray for your children. Um, And then just know you are made in the image of God and he loves you and you are capable of so many great things. Just align yourself in agreement with what he says about you. That's so true. You know, that's so funny that you said that I'm actually in this challenge right now. um, They have it every year. This couple, Jamal and Natasha, they do it every year. Around the same time, yes, in August. It's usually in August every year. And it's called Pray for Your Future Spouse Challenge. And mm. five days. And I'm telling you, that's amazing that you even said that. Today is day two, so I've been kind of praying for him, um, for my future spouse as well. But so, Dara, um, how can people reach out to you on social media, your website? <clears throat> Best way is always going to be our website. So it's changingyourconversation.com. Okay. Um, you can always inf- uh, email info at contactcyc.com or on Facebook and Instagram. Look for Dara Koenig and I'll be right there. So that's K-O-E-N-I-G. And I will put this in the show notes if you just happen to miss it um, as well. So that's changingyourconversation.com. And Dara Koenig. Did I say that right, Dara? Koenig. But that's okay. Koenig. Koenig. I got Once I got married, I, the joke was no one's going to be able to say any part of my name correctly. <laughs> <laughs> that oh. is so funny. And so, yeah, right now we're concentrating on the West Coast, but after I get moved over into Tennessee, we're going to be opening up to the other, the rest of the country. So we'll start serving women from all over the country mid-September. Nice. That is amazing. That is amazing. Dara, I just want to thank you so much. I was so honored to have you on the show. I know that if it didn't bless anybody else, it blessed me um, on tonight. And so I really just appreciate you for coming on. I thank you and I honor you for that. And I just want to speak a blessing um, over you Mm -hmm. um, really quickly, if you don't mind. You know, I just really want to pray. um, I, I I really just wanted to just pray over you and just ask God to continue to bless you and to increase you and to I I'm, I'm sensing they're going to be unknown territories that's going to look very scary for you in the beginning, but God is not. He knows that you're going to go there and he's going to take care of you. They're going to be a different caliber of women that you're going to come into contact with. But don't be fearful. Don't don't be um, fearful. Um, I'm, I'm really sensing that right now. Um, and I'm seeing increase. I, I keep hearing increase for, for some reason. So I really just want to speak that over you. I really speak increase 
could be a nonprofit and that you'll be able to reach women. I know you're starting to be able to reach, you know, just the state, but I'm really, really believing in God for you that you really are able to reach women across the nation, um, across the world, because I really believe that what you're doing is great and it's amazing. And God is really going to bless you and reward you for it. You know, it's, it's, it's not, you know, it's, Things are things are getting ready to shake up, but not in a bad way. All things are going to work together for the good, you know. And so it's going to be something beautiful at the end of it all. And God is really going to show up and show His hand even more in your nonprofit. And so I just bless God for you for that. Well, thank you, and I very much agree with everything you just said. So thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, no problem. So, darling, it was a pleasure having you on. Listen, guys, if you enjoyed this episode, subscribe, share it with another single mother, as I always say. Get together, have some food, get the, put the kids down in bed, and you guys listen to this episode and just really dive in and chat on your own. One thing that if you didn't take away anything else from this episode, I really want you to take this away. God has not left you. From just listening and hearing her story, she was divorced twice. She spent nine years single before she met her now husband. It's not too late for you. It's never too late for you. God is still and will continue to have his hand on your life. So just really be um, encouraged. You guys can reach me at the Dear Single Mama podcast that is on Facebook and on Instagram and also the website at www.dearsinglemama.com. If there's a topic that you want to hear about, DM me on Instagram or Facebook. Or even if you want to be a guest on the show and collaborate with me in any shape, form, or fashion, there's also... Um, You can also reach me on Instagram. Also, if you guys really feel led and it's placed on your heart to um, donate, this is a nonprofit, guys. She runs a nonprofit and she does it for free. If you really feel led, of course, be led by the Holy Spirit to do it. This is not a force. This is not a tug. But if you really feel it on your heart, reach out to Dara. Reach out to her on her website. Um, Dara, is there a um, link where people can donate on your website? Yes, there is. There's a donate link right at the top. So again, changingyourconversation.com. There it is, changing your conversation. If you really feel led by the Holy Spirit, go to that website. I'll also put in the show notes for you guys to donate. She's doing something amazing here. um, And it's really going to reach the nations. And I'm just so glad and happy that I was, and that I will be able to say, I know her. She was on the podcast episodes. Look at that. Look at what the Lord has done. You know, and so that's it. And so I thank you guys for listening to another episode of This Single Mama. Be sure to subscribe and to comment below and leave us a review if you love this episode or if something even resonated with you. And again, Dara, I thank you so much. It was truly such an honor. It's my pleasure. Thank you for having me. Yes, thank you. All right. Peace. We out.